0: right welcome everybody to another episode of chris and dave's reality cast i am one of your hosts chris Fellows, and my co-host i'm very good friend is mr dave horrocks hey there chris and hello to our listeners out there welcome to chris and dave's reality tv cast
1: we are covering the circle season four episodes one through to four now chris is slightly longer than Usual little break here. It's a bit longer than a week, isn't it? But we've watched our four episodes now. What are you making of this series so far?
0: Well, it's interesting, Dave, because I know we're going to go through each contestant and what we think of that, but I always find the first episode of The Circle, like most of the reality stuff, I'm sort of like, am I in? Am I in? I know know we're covering it, but I I thought the first episode, it's just everyone just fucking annoyed me. Every contestant annoyed me (laughs) because they were just trying too hard. You know, like to, to, mm. I know that, I know the thing is what you, and I do like the circle. I've said it, I've, I've, I've even put my name down for an audition dinner for the circle and that I'd, I'd love to have done that, me and you. <laughs> I'd have definitely gone on as Dave Horrocks, as I've said in the past, 100% with <laughs> uh, your picture in that. and But I think, I think what what I find is you have to talk to yourself, don't you? You have to like, you're yeah. in a thoughts, so you have to express them. Which look, it ain't going to be a problem for someone like me, David. You know what I'm like. I'm fucking talk load of shit anyway, so I, I could do, I could probably do it. But it's interesting because you don't think that when you're watching it. So you're watching it and like you're like, oh, what's? So they make it interesting. Obviously, it's a completely condensed down, you know, version of each contestant and the throwing snippets in there that they think will work on the show. But I did find the first episode a bit weak, and I was like, oh, this is going to be fucking shit. But I'm happy to say after that, I really enjoyed it. When we started getting the shit and the bit of sniping and people picking up on things people had said they shouldn't have done and that, that's, that's what the circle's mm. about. When everyone everyone goes detective, and that's what I really like about the format.
1: Yeah, and I, I like the fact that it's so openly a game and we're let into, you know, the tactics and everything. I, I'm, I'm sorry, I always pick on The Bachelor, but <laughs> it's just the most extreme where... It, it clearly is also a game, but we're not in on it. You know, we're yeah. led to believe that it's this wholesome fairy tale and it, it just never is. So I, I like the fact that, you know, it is a bit of a game, but I'm with you. I, I never like these episode ones. So I'm like, you lot, I don't care about. (laughs) And they all come in all bullshit. You know, these are going to be my tactics. I'm going to win in this way. And uh, yeah, the the thing about talking to yourself, it is unnatural unless you're watching the show and like I say, it can wash over you. But if you were to actually compete on it, it it would be quite unnatural. I imagine you'd have to really think about it. And I think they, it's not clear to me how, quick are they with responding versus is it just edited you know someone has a little think for five minutes you know and then responds with you know they seem to have complete fully formed sentences you know and and with including in Im- which emoji am I going to use before they say yeah. it it's all very yeah, very yeah. polished yeah whereas you know if you think just when you and I are Shooting the shit and stuff. Sometimes you like you switch lanes on a sentence, don't you? Because you're thinking about something, and then it's like, oh wait, no, my brain's caught up. <laughs> you know something yeah. else. So I don't know. I, I'm with you. They're definitely, you know, they're students of previous seasons, so it's a lot more polished. And it's the realization we're coming to that, you know, these season ones are kind of gems because when people come in. They don't really know what the rules are, so they they haven't got their tactics all sorted out. But these people definitely have.
0: Yeah, and that, you know what? That's a great point, actually, Dave, because you, Ling, especially, I thought, in the first episode, and we're going to talk about the contestants, she was just, everything was like, hashtag this, hashtag that. She Like you say, it just tripped off her tongue straight away. And like you say, it might not be... Look, they're going to have been prompted. They've done auditions. I'm sure there's different rounds of auditions. They've probably put them in a fake apartment and said, Right, we want you to act this out. Just do what you, you know, the contestants who talk to the camera and everything, and let's see where you go. She's very bubbly. There's a couple of us, Frank as well. Like I said, I'm going ahead of ourselves, but I just found that I think what you said is a great point. They were just too slick for me. There wasn't mm. tripping over the words. It was just bang, we're in. And that's where I found it really difficult in the first episode to sort of be sucked into it. Because usually I'm like, there'll be somebody, one of the contestants, I'll sort of, I'll resonate with, and I'll go, yeah, you remember Joey, the New York guy, Dave? He was, uh, oh, he wasn't on, I don't think he was on the series we covered, but the series, you didn't watch that no, series. No, Joey,
1: the New York guy. How oh, do Oh, you were doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, there's another <laughs> lad. I think it was Joey. Like sandwiches.
0: Yeah, he, yeah. <laughs> he was, he, I mean, he might not have been Joey. He might have been, but anyway, he was a guy. And um, he was New York, and he was just that relatable for me personally. But he was a bit brash at first; he was too much like, "Hey, bro, you know, and all this." But when he settled down and got into his groove, he was actually quite a good contestant, and he copped off with one of the girls who came to his apartment. So that was quite <laughs> interesting. And he just copped <laughs> off randomly, like as, no, as she I'm went to visit. Not seen that. You've not seen that one. That was the season before we covered it. But but no, I think it's just that. And and but once we hit that first episode and it went to the second one, I was like, right, let's just leave. I went straight into it, no like gap between. And then I was settled into it. And I think the contestants settled down and it wasn't that excitement and adrenaline, which you would have, and they just fit in. And I think the games are quite good as well. So, anyway, that's how, how I feel at the moment, Dave.
1: <laughs> well, I just want to stick on you Ling because one of the things that, that she said. <laughs> Really fucking annoyed me to a disproportionate level, to be honest. And something happened in, in my own life, which joined up with this. So Yuling was saying, oh, I'm a millennial. I live and breathe social media. And us millennials, we're all optimistic and stuff. I'm like, yeah, because you're 20 fucking five. <laughs> There's nothing to do <laughs> with you being a millennial. Try getting a fucking proper job and uh you know get a mortgage have a few kids see how fucking optimistic you are there yeah <laughs> so the um the thing that happened in my own life there's probably plenty of people millennials out there switching off now <laughs> you grumpy old bastard <laughs> um, so, so my daughter says to me just in the car about you know her her uh macro generation what was it called now oh they're zoomers aren't they there's zoomers after the millennials and she was talking about oh there's uh our generation you know has has influenced so much more change you know in the last 10 years versus the last 30 years before that (laughs) oh no i I had like a a a, you know a grown-up you know I i had to think about it but i came up with a uh grown-up response i was like you know well yeah could you give me an example whereas my inner monologue was going are you fucking kidding me you're still in fucking school what exactly world fucking changes have you implemented what policies have you put in place (laughs) fucking influence so much change obviously i didn't say that i was a you know very mature dad and but I was, yeah, and I was trying to give her examples about how much things have changed over the last, you know, 40, 50 years or whatever. <laughs> Which I also, Chris, have done pretty much fuck all about, but that is not the point. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, yeah,
1: fucking millennials and Zoomers getting it from me at the minute. <laughs>
0: uh, well, yeah, I don't even know how I'd answer that, Dave. I'd probably just forget. I think you're right. but But I think... That's the difference, isn't it? You look at these. They're all social media hungry, aren't they? This is like oh, yeah. the ultimate. We, we call out all the time, obviously, the Baxter and everything else and Love Island and what this can do. But these are, literally, you can tell, they've picked every contestant from Instagram, aren't they? Or TikTok yeah. or whatever. You know, We'll probably TikTok more than Instagram now because TikTok is a proper... Well, they do the shorts on Instagram, so you could do it on there. But most... Of the short videos on Instagram and from TikTok, so it's mainly TikTok. So a lot of these people are from that. Then them two social platforms. I mean, I love Twitter. That's my go-to social media thing. Facebook's there, and I know it's classed as an old duffer thing. I will go on it, but Twitter's the one I engage with everybody on. So. I don't I do a lot on Instagram. I, I have a space where, as you know, I'll go in there and I'll post this stuff. Then I fucking can't be asked. TikTok, I've done nothing other than about six videos and given up, given up on it. So, it, so it's it, I don't mind browsing TikTok, but I just don't create anything on it or whatever. But I know there's a career there. Um, yeah, I just I think you're right. I think that the polishness of them and they've got the casting like how they want it. What I do love though, Dave it's still fucking filmed in Salford, but they're showing some yeah. aerial shots. <laughs> Salford, Manchester, near my house. Yeah, and yeah. they're showing fucking shots of these American cities and stuff. And I'm like, fuck off. That flat is about four or five miles away from my house. You know what I mean? It's fucking bollocks, but there you go.
1: I noticed that. I don't know where those shots are of America, but it's definitely implying it's a, an American city. But then, like you say, I recognized it from the last season. And, and the fact that they've got you know, well, spoilers, but they've got two British guests uh, coming in as well. It's like, oh, they've probably flown them over. Nope, they've just hopped in the car and drove 10 minutes. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah it was funny. <laughs> but, um, you know, this it, conversation has got me thinking as well. It's weird to look back and you you think of, like, viral videos. Like, now, they're so manufactured, most of them, aren't they? Yeah. Everyone's thinking about, oh, how can I get my video to go viral and stuff and you think of those early days you think like the star wars kid the kid who's uh dancing away to that uh my, he, my <laughs> do you remember that one do you remember that yeah, I do. yeah. And the, <laughs> like the um like the the lead britney alone you know, yeah. and all things like this went massively viral just by mistake Whereas now it's become this manufactured thing that people are trying to make it, you know, they, you see a lot of them like, scrolling through Twitter or TikTok or whatever. And people are trying so hard to make it look like, you know, you've had this accident or, you know, something. So, yeah, it's just weird. It's just different isn't it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's, it's different. So we've talked about um, you, Ling, Dave. So where should we go? Alicia? Is it Alicia? Sorry.
1: Uh, yeah. Yeah. One of those. <laughs> <laughs> so 27. She's another New Yorker and she's a sex and relationship coach. Um, or at least it has it that in a profile. I, I thought she was like a PA to a sex coach
0: yeah i thought that she said she's an assistant that's like um fucking gareth keenan off the office i'm the assistant yeah. to the manager baby yeah. but no you're my assistant no i'm the assistant manager no assistant, you're the to, assistant, the manager. assistant to the manager there's <laughs> a big fucking difference but yeah she said she was like oh, said, the yeah, assistant yeah,
1: yeah. assistant to a sex coach so
0: why have you put Sexy sexy relationship is, relationships. A, like, Sex is relationships fucking, fucking bollocks. Brandon, it? it's fucking <laughs> bollocks. That. she's listened to a couple of Zoom calls, took some minutes on a fucking couple who are having fucking relationship problems, and now she's an expert, Dave. I mean, I'm questioning her. Twenty-seven years old, and she says. Sexy relationship coach and has never probably been in a relationship proper relationship. <laughs> sort of <laughs>
1: listening to other people's conversations while they speak to the actual qualified <laughs> sex yeah. coach is yeah. not fucking being a sex coach. No. But anyway, we digress. So she's come in, she's gonna play as herself. Um, she trips herself up a little bit with a bio, which we'll get onto in a bit, I'm sure. But um, yeah, appreciate. You know, when people come in and they're, you know, she's definitely thirsty for the social media interaction, isn't she? But um, no, I I kind of root for the people who play for themselves a bit more, but I do love the fact that people come in as a
0: catfish as well. Yeah, I do. I do. I'm more towards the catfish because... I love it when the when this one who's a catfish one isn't. It? And the one who's the catfish is like, I can't believe it. And they're there going, I know you're real. And all because I said to you, the first series of the UK one, the two contestants were one was a guy who was playing himself, and the other guy was playing his girlfriend. And the guy who played his girlfriend won. And when mm. he met, when they met, the guy who was playing himself fucking stormed out, I won't speak to him at the end of it. Absolutely was convinced that this guy was the girl, whoever, whatever she was called, yeah. and he wasn't, and he fucking voted for everything. And then when they got together, he was fuming. They were like right when they did the reunion, but initially he stormed off. They had a chat and he was fucking <laughs> livid, you know what I mean? But that's, like you said, first series again, that dynamite yeah. that, because no, you'd never see that in a show. And it was so real and raw. It was brilliant TV, but anyway, mm-hmm. but yeah, so we'll see. So what's the next one, Dave?
1: So Josh Brubaker, or Brew, uh, as he's known now, he seems to be a bit of a big deal on TikTok, doesn't he? You know, there they was one of the guys who we'll speak about later, seems to know him. But he's a radio presenter, lives out in Hollywood. California is 24, so definitely, you know, one of those people who know how to work social media and what have you. Um, and to be honest, Chris, he was one of the contestants who was doing my head in a little bit. Because he is so aware that the cameras are there, and he's just playing up to them all the time. So it's not about just playing the game; he's playing up to the cameras. He's rolling himself in a uh, in the mat, wasn't he, on the floor, yes, saying, "Oh, yeah. this a uh, uh, burrito or something." You know, just everything's brew, brew, brew. This so. Yeah, I'm guessing he might have been one of the ones who's doing your head in a little bit as well.
0: Yeah, he was to be fair because he didn't seem genuine. And it was it's John who who notices, and we'll get on to who John is later. But John said, like, I know that guy from TikTok. Mm. I was a bit like, Do you really? Do you really, John? Fuck off. I wasn't <laughs> I wasn't believing that for a minute, but he said he knew him, he said he's brewing, and then he said, Like, I'll be able to suss out if he's real. And I'm thinking, Well, you might see him on TikTok. He doesn't know, it doesn't mean you know him sort of thing. Yeah, so yeah. I didn't really buy that, Dave. But yeah, Brew, I didn't like him at all. He came in, he was very hyperactive. He was all over the place. He was really scatty and and, and he just seemed like he didn't know what to do. And he I'm probably nerves as well, to be fair. But I agree with you, like the stuff he was doing was shit. And he was putting like little slogans behind where he was sat, you know, to try and mm. make him viral. He knows what he's doing. Someone's going to yeah. be running... He's got three and a half million followers, let say, so He's someone's going to be running his channel while he's been on, although this has been filmed, sorry, before, this would have been filmed before, but obviously they're releasing them in, in batches of four. Yeah. So, so he knows what he's doing, very clever what he's done, and I'm sure he's gained a lot more followers, but for me, I didn't like him.
1: Yeah. But another one playing as himself. Yeah. So, you know, they seem to have one of these almost half celebrities, don't they, that, that start off Um, that maybe a few people recognize. And then I'm starting to understand the circle now that that they do chuck in someone who's genuinely a bit more famous.
0: Yeah, yeah, true.
1: Next up, we've got Frank. He's 28 from Maryland, and he's a school social worker, also playing as himself. What do you Reckon to Frank, right?
0: Well, I, I love the fact that yeah, he is completely body confident, Dave. You know, absolutely yeah, in, yeah, it, yeah. in it. He was sort like, get me titties out and everything. These <laughs> <laughs> pictures of him with his top <laughs> off. Fair play to him. Very confident, very boisterous and, and um, loud. And he, he knew how to play the hashtags and everything, Dave. Like yeah. everyone loved Frank, didn't they? He, he was... Uh, Voted the most popular out of all the contestants, which they do a bit later on. He just seemed to know what he did, but he wasn't. He didn't offend anyone. He didn't offend me. Was I just found him quite funny in stages, a bit over the top, but I did find him quite funny. And I think like he he was being himself, like as he is playing himself. So yeah, I didn't have any problems with Frank.
1: I think he's just one of those genuine, larger than life characters, isn't he? You know, yeah. just uh, like you say, and I don't mean that in terms of his body or anything, just his personality and, you know, the way he comes across and everything just bursts off the off the screen, even though, you know, it's he's, he's behind text and people are not sure. Is he actually a catfish or whatever? But I I like the little monologues that he has to himself as well, you know, when he's when he's talking to himself, and he does seem like a smart cookie. Some of the things that he was saying about some of the catfish that were in there, I think he's on to some of them. So, um, you know, he's he's not just loud and and you know charismatic, but he does he does seem to be quite smart in this in this game at least.
0: Yeah, yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. So we got next then, Dave. Now, we talked about
1: Yuling before, so um, we can move on to John. And John is 24, from New Jersey, says he's a comedian and musician. Debatable. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but he's going in as his mother, Carol. Yeah. Now, what do, what do you reckon to John and his whole game plan there?
0: I think, for me personally, John was my favorite as the episodes went on. I mean, he did say something and I was like, fuck me, we are old. When he started saying he's playing his mum and he went, oh yeah, I love listening to Rod Stewart. And every contestant went, I don't even know who that is. And then all of a sudden... (laughs) <laughs> I, I took a step back. I swear to God, I took a step back, and I like a bit of Rod Stewart. My dad used to play like the Faces and, and uh, yeah, stuff yeah. like that. So we always had a bit of Rod Stewart on. us. no, we had all the rock and Santana and blues on, but he did have love a bit of Rod Stewart. And I, I love Stay. He's a great tune. Maggie May, and I, and all of a sudden I'm going, "Fuck me, we are all." And then I, I thought, Hang on if I went and asked Jordan who Rod Stewart is, would she know? And she's 21 and I thought she wouldn't have a fucking clue who Rod Stewart is, Dave. She'll know when we go to Vegas because he's on all the billboards probably, but she wouldn't have a clue who Rod Stewart is. So that's what I was thinking. This is one of the moments where you're like, holy shit, I'm a middle-aged man now. I'm not down with the kids. I'm fucking out of the fucking i'm out of the whole thing dave i just felt so old at that point and i don't think they were taking the piss they were just like <laughs> i don't know who he is I was just like oh no it is over for both of us well
1: think about the equivalent time jump
0: i mean you go back from
1: now to the to the 70s wasn't it rod stewart you go back, you're back in the 20s, aren't you? Yeah. What are people listening to then? The fucking Charleston or something? <laughs> I, 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 just like, do you know some great bands from the 20s? Of course, I fucking don't. So, yeah. Um, Yes, we are old. <laughs> <laughs> I mean the thing is Rod Stewart was uh I mean he was still quite big wasn't he when we were growing up even though yeah. like the faces and everything we, we were too young for that. Yeah. But um
0: well my I, I do know yeah.
1: hand, handbags and glad rags you know as well office so Listen to that yeah, today. A bit yeah. Of a legend. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Just don't try and sing that song. Anyway, Dave, carry on. Go yeah. on.
1: <laughs> but yeah, I think John is quite relatable. I, I think he's walking a tightrope, you know. I just think some of the comments that he says, you know, a little bit like, is he trying too hard to be the mother of the of the group, of the circle? Um, I think it's difficult. I think, you know what, Chris? young people today (laughs) (laughs) we are old yeah I think they underestimate how difficult it is to talk about someone you know who's got all this life experience and had you know all these different experiences of growing up and you know having a family and all these kind of things I I think they really underestimate it not so much with John but we'll come on to another contestant in a bit (laughs) (laughs) Um, but, but the same as the other way, you know, if I was to go in there, as like a a 20 year old girl or something, I'd be fucked. I I couldn't speak like a a 20 year old girl. Like I could, if it was a short conversation, I could probably uh, maybe get away with it, you know, but over any sustained period of time, I'd be fucked. I'd be so obvious. I reckon.
0: I think I would. I mean, I think, I don't know if it was on the series we covered. There was a guy called Lee who came in, who was about, he was late 50s and he was acting like he was like this free spirit in his 20s. And I think at first he got sussed out because some of this dialogue was like, this doesn't sound like a fucking 20 year old free spirit the sort of hippie. Yeah. And it was, he was playing like this character. Obviously he's a lot older, but yeah, it's interesting. But Dave, go on next one day. Cause I know we're going to have this one. We're going to have to spend a lot of time on. So who's the next one we've got?
1: <laughs> so Chrissa, Chrissa Jackson. So she's 31. She's from Pennsylvania, former basketball player and says social media influencer. She's also playing as herself. So I, I quite like her. I quite like her. I think she comes across quite well and, um, yeah, what, what do you reckon to Chrissa?
0: No, I, I remember with you, I thought her and John were my two favourites. Maybe maybe I mean, I've mentioned her, I forgot about Chrissa, she's really nice, really lovely. I think she came third in the popularity contest, and mm. like she'd only just come in, hadn't she? Because yeah, she didn't come yeah. in initially, she wasn't part of the initial four, but um, no, really nice. Dead. She's got involved in all the games, she's been there trying everything she's quite popular with the group she's not at the bottom so no no just quite unassuming and they're the sort of characters who usually go on to win it dave or at least get into the bottom you know the top two because she's not offending anyone she's just getting on with what she's doing and she seems really nice
1: yeah no i agree i think she's one to watch i I think she might go far in this now chris (laughs) go on. on to parker who's 21 from miami student And she's playing herself. Uh, Sorry, she's not playing herself at all. She's playing her dad, Paul. And um, yeah, what do you reckon to Parker,
0: Chris? Well, Dave, her dad at 55 years old, and I'm not being disrespectful to you, but he looks fucking miles better than you and me. And he's got 10 years on us. He looked, he must be the best looking 55 year old bloke I've ever seen He was absolutely model standard. He's obviously must be dying his hair, but model standard of look. And I mean, she's 21. She said like, I'm a bad bitch and all this stuff like they do. proper. um, I mean, you know me, I watch a lot of American reality stuff. So she wouldn't, I mean, she's from Miami, but you wouldn't have seen it off like, you would have seen her on Jersey Shore or something like that. Proper playing that attitude and stuff. You know, I don't mess with me bitches and all this. But she was... (laughs) She just fucked herself up straight away, didn't she? Because one of the first things when he said his contestants was, uh, "What's a memoir?" Yeah. and she didn't have a clue what a memoir was, and I was just like, "Are you for real?"
1: Wasn't it something about not is what a mem what a memoir is? It's like what would the, what would your memoirs be? <laughs> something like that, wasn't it? It's like what's what yeah. are memoirs, and it's like. Yeah, you've just fucked yourself. But yeah. it, it would have been a matter of time, wouldn't it? I mean, she's gone in there again. She thinks she knows it all, she, and she can pretend to be her dad. And it's just, it was a flawed strategy, Chris.
0: Without a doubt, because uh, <laughs> like you say, the memoir, it wasn't like, do you know what a memoir is? It was like your memoirs. And Chrissa had said, because even if Chrissa is a catfish, she, she's young enough to say, I don't know what a memoir is, ask a question, and they were like, because Parker had changed their dad from a, a real estate agent, which Alicia had actually said, he looks like a real estate agent, Paul. Yeah. And then she said, marriage guidance fucking counsellor or something. And it was like, and she's like, this is the thing. Nobody will, and people will open up to me and everything. And I'm thinking, <laughs> oh no, this strategy's not going to work for you at all. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, very pretty girl. Um, you know, she's very upfront with everything, Dave. And... Uh, <laughs>
1: as she was. I I mean, (laughs) so we'll get into the voting out and stuff in a bit, but I mean, to, to me, Chris, by the end of episode one or towards the end of episode one, I'm thinking, yeah, this is okay. I must admit, I thought Parker, you're gone straight away. You're, you're the first out of here. You've got no fucking chance, but, um, I'd completely forgot. I know you told me, but, um, Thanks for spoiling, by the way. Uh, <laughs> as only friends can do. <laughs> that they were putting in Emma Bunton and Mel B from the Spice Girls. And so when they showed up, it, I was genuinely surprised because I completely forgot like an idiot. And um, I was like, all oh, right, okay. So this might, you know, prove to be quite interesting. But I tell you what, as the episodes played out, for me, the fact that they played up to that. And again, you can see them bouncing back and forth. So they're playing as Jared, aren't they? Yeah. And you know they're having this discussion. You know, what would Jared do, kind of thing. And then you know the reveal is they they suddenly know all of the circle know that the Spice Girls are in there, and they're playing as a different character. So you know it becomes this kind of Cluedo thing, doesn't it? Everyone's trying to work it out. I thought that added a a, a great element to it or ingredient to this whole show. And, and so for me, I, I've really enjoyed from the end of episode one onwards.
0: Yeah, me too, because that challenge about can the contestants work out who the Spice Girls are, because they reveal that at the end of episode two. It also, if they didn't pick the right person who was the Spice Girls, they got 50 grand added to the prize fund. So it's now 150 grand. So it's in the contestants.
1: So they didn't reveal it. <laughs> right, so at the end of episode four, everyone's trying to guess who the Spice Girls are, aren't they? Mm,
0: yeah, that's true, Dave. So if they had, if they do or do not reveal who the Spice Girls are, um <laughs>
1: <laughs> you've and left men- Netflix running again, haven't you? <laughs> See, I don't fucking know, <laughs> oh, you bastard.
0: <laughs> oh my god what a prick remember we did this we did this with um i remember years ago we did it with comics in motion and we were reviewing daredevil daredevil, daredevil? daredevil. <laughs> and i fucking must have watched miles more episodes than you you were like i don't know what you're talking about I was just <laughs> rambling on ruining the fucking series for you so anyway they, they, made, they, um, they left it
1: On a cliffhanger at the end of episode four. They did, Dave.
0: So they may or may not reveal who the Spice Girls are. And if they do, they may get 50 grand. I'm not saying they have or they haven't. Just speculating. So
1: so it might have been two or three. (laughs) (laughs) This is a problem with doing multiple episodes, isn't it? So they show the circle, like the Spice Girls are in there. Yes. And then they... They have to kind of work it out. And I think it's, So you have missed off my list, Chris, which uh, I'll blame the article Radio Times for uh, 100%. It's not got Rachel.
0: Who's Rachel?
1: <laughs> so she was the one, the massive fucking Spice Girls fan.
0: Oh, I didn't know any of the fucking, didn't know any of didn't, the uh, any yeah, questions. Didn't know any of the trivia. <laughs>
1: Oops. It's like you. Oh yeah, fucking massive fan of uh whichever actor. No, I've not watched that one. <laughs> <laughs>
0: fuck off you, you fucker you caught me out with that didn't you I was like oh, I love it have you ever seen no I'm not I'm not. no I'm not saying um, no it's like Burt Reynolds if
1: it's not between 1978 and 1982 not interesting
0: yeah I'm not interested that's when he was at his best mustachio best but you're right Rachel because but I read stuff online actually that they think that was a ruse to keep sided with the Spice Girls you know to to sort of um, keep her in the competition sort of right, thing. That's right. what that's what they were saying online. Like, because people have the knowledge of the Spice Girls, because they did a 90s party, didn't they? And it was yeah, like, yeah. you know, and they played wannabe. I mean, Mel B got right into it. And I did like the dynamic of Emma and Mel, because they were bickering a little bit, Dave. You know I mean? Yeah, yeah. She brought a dog in Mel B, and then Emma's like, you told me you was tidy. And I'm thinking, oh, this is definitely a middle-aged fucking argument. <laughs> <laughs> no, we went away a few weeks ago with friends, this like zip line thing as you know and when we were there like everyone was tidying up you know like years ago it had just been like ah fuck that leave your fucking dirty knickers on the floor and all that shit and fucking your undies and stuff and and nobody had had tied up everyone was tidying up with fucking within an inch of its life and i could see that between (laughs) them it was like fucking and they had a few little flash points nothing that they're going to fall out but little silly things and and was like oh here she goes now and she's got to be right and all this so i did like that so it showed like the friendship between them
1: yeah they they all lived together in a house didn't they oh god yes yeah, yeah for a long time properly famous and stuff so mm. yeah it was it did feel a little bit set up because i, I can't remember what rachel had in a uh, bio but it was something about spicy and then Alicia also had, you know, small and spicy in there as well. So, you, you know, you just wonder well, did the producers like egg, egg them on a little bit? Did they say, I'll oh, put this in your bio kind of thing to maybe imply that you're the catfish?
0: Yeah, yeah, true, true. Maybe it is. It's subtle stuff in it with these shows and that. I mean, the, the party was good and then they were going crazy, weren't they, trying to work out who it was? But mm. I, I think. I think the, the the only thing I'd say is I'd like like Richard Madeley was on the UK one, which might a name that probably a lot of people outside the UK wouldn't know, but he's a TV presenter, like host of uh, used to do a daytime TV show and does like a breakfast show now. Also and a bell end. Also a bell end, but he he's been an I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here, the UK version recently, but he's outspoken. He's a cock. He did get done for nicking wine from Sainsbury's in Cheadle, Dave, many years ago. Well, yeah, many, many years ago. That was the is article. Um, <laughs> but he's, he's a bit like Piers Morgan, and he's an opinionated cock, you know, but he, he is one of them ones who people will watch him. Now, he was on the Circle UK one, but he was on for a lot longer than two episodes. Hmm. He went two or three episodes, whatever they're on for. He, 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 was, he was in it for six or seven episodes before he, he left in the last one, and he was good TV as well. He was good... To watch because yeah, he played yeah. the game so yeah we'll see we'll see whether they bring any other personalities in as the show goes on they might have other famous people i mean the spice girls are quite a big get to be fair
1: they are and like i say it's because they're just down the fucking road aren't they <laughs> 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 but um yeah again that's another one isn't it it's like oh this recent band the spice girls now it's fucking <laughs> 20 30 years ago or something so um Oh, did I tell you, Chris? Dressed up as Sporty Spice one year.
0: Did you? Did I tell you about that? Oh yeah, you did, yeah, in the bar. Yes, you did, actually. Yeah, I remember. I've
1: never had as much sexual attention in my life as when it was dark and dressed as Sporty Spice. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what. Unfortunately, <laughs> it wasn't from the gender that was invited. So uh I, I got a little window into what it was like being a woman. I've never had my ass pinched quite so much in my life, you bunch of bastards. <laughs> Fucking men, honestly.
0: <laughs> what a load of wankers, Dave. But no, I think uh, <laughs> I think we, the way they've set this up, like you said, brilliant. And then we did get some more contestants coming, didn't we, Dave, as well? In episode three. Did we? <laughs> Which we did. We got, we got Alex, who's he's a commercial banker, but he was coming in as Nathan, the frat boy. Uh, that's when we got Rachel oh, coming. Right, Rachel's yeah, the paranormal yeah. girl. You're right. Yeah. She's the paranormal girl. And then um, we had another one. Is it Carol coming? There was another oh, catfish as well.
1: The guy who's coming as the frat guy. Yeah, and, and Alex. Fuck yeah, you Radio Times. You article shit you've missed out loads of them (laughs) so yeah he's got no chance and again he's come in all cocky hasn't he i think he's trying to play off this frat boy because he he assumes that he's going to be popular you know he probably wished that he was that popular growing up in high school and whatever so yeah i i just don't think he's going to be able to pull it off
0: no i don't i don't to be honest and what's funny you know i think i mentioned this not on this show but we watched a film on Netflix, a Christmas film, and it's a young lad, an Asian lad from an Asian family, and he catfishes this girl, and he basically sends a picture of this other guy who lives in his town, and it all transpires and all this stuff, but it's basically the circle, Dave. You know what I mean? Like she's This girl comes to see who she thinks she's in love with. She's been having this long-distance sort of online relationship, and it's all a big ruse, and... Um, right. You know, you pretty much can guess how it all ends. But li- literally, the, the film forgives somebody for catfishing, which is illegal, right. Dave. But there you yeah. go. It's just like, don't worry about that. Come <laughs> here. Come and meet the family. You know, So that's what this is about.
1: You cheeky old scamp, you. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, yeah, it was Alex, wasn't it? I'm just looking up now. He was playing Nathan, the, the frat boy college student.
0: yeah. Uh, I'd take that article off if I were you, Dave.
1: Yeah, I wasn't looking at the uh, <laughs> at the outcome. <laughs> we are on fire.
0: We are all over it tonight, aren't we? Oh, oh my god! god. Yeah. <laughs> Don't you dare tell me about ruining things, you, Mister Horik. That's fucking brilliant. Um... <laughs> But no, I think as it ends in episode four, we're left wondering, aren't we, where they're going to go? Are they going to discover who the Spice Girls are sort of thing? And it's got to go to a vote then between the groups and everything. So it ends quite well, yeah. to be honest. I And I thought, to be
1: honest, they did quite well. And I liked, you know, I, I think all of the game players, are, with the exception of Parker, who I thought was pretty obvious. Um, I think all of the game players played quite well, like some of the responses. Because again, I put myself in their shoes and I think, well, that is really tough. Alex, when they they had the Spice Girls quiz and he was like, no matter what the question is, I'm going to answer this wrong. You know, and everyone, everyone wants to kind of answer it wrong, but not too wrong because they don't want to out themselves and and, you know make themselves come across like they know all the answers and they're a spice girl and then it came up like what was their highest selling single or something like that they were literally dancing to wannabe the previous night without a doubt the biggest hit wasn't it and he was like fuck (laughs) you know my strategy's in the bin if i get this wrong they're, they're gonna know that i've chosen it to be wrong kind of thing. So so he ended up completely going against his strategy and he chose the right answer. But I like the fact that this guy's got so much of a strategy. He thinks he's got it all figured out, but I, I don't think it'll he'll, he'll last that No,
0: long. I don't. I don't. And one thing we haven't talked about, Dave, we mentioned Paul or Parker playing a dad. Um, she gets voted out at the end of episode three and uh, we get the yeah. whole, I'm going to go and visit somebody um, we, we, you, you what know was what I mean? It, what's it, Mel
1: B said?
0: A tatties, she said. <laughs> she said, you, You're looking at you, must be looking at a tatties because I am, as you can, you know what I mean? Like, in other words, a, a chest area. It must be a Yorkshire thing, that Dave, but um, yeah, definitely on show. Yeah, are from Yorkshire? Yeah, yeah, Yorkshire. She's oh, from right. I Leeds, that. I think, or Bradford, somewhere around there. Yeah, yeah. I watched the show oh, on. Yeah. I watched the biography thing when she went, she took a daughter back who's had this privy's life and took her back to Mm. where she used to live in like the proper two up, two down council terraced houses with her mum and everything. So quite a really bad upbringing, to be honest, but um, that was only last year. But yeah, yeah. So Parker goes, but what was funny was she did do that whole thing where you see see her walking down the slowest corridor ever with the proper, you know, um, slow-mo walk and all that. And she's, you know, bouncing along there. And then everyone looks at the door waiting, and she goes to see Carol, or John, and they're yeah. both catfishes, but then basically look like they're hooking it up. She's like, Oh, you're really handsome. And I was like, I thought, oh. I thought
1: they were going to get it on, to be honest.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, well, that honestly, what I was telling you before about Joey, I think it was. And someone's going to be screaming if I've got his name wrong. But they snogged, so it was a similar situation. The next minute, they just started going for it in that, that the second uh, US series because we covered the third series, didn't we? So it, it's a, similar to this, but there wasn't there wasn't any snogging, Dave. But they did look like they wanted mm. to meet each other afterwards. So that was quite interesting.
1: There was definitely a bit of chemistry, a bit of flirting mm. going on there. Yeah. There? So, and I would expect nothing less from Joey, to be honest. So, uh, any other points, Chris?
0: No no I'm just looking forward to going through the next lot of episodes which I think have only just been released as well so episode 5 to 8 are now on our Netflix so it does does us nicely that for the next ep- for our next recording day as well.
1: Yeah no that's good and I'm I'm assuming it's going to be another 12 episode season so um yeah they'll probably release you know the next batch of, of four after that so yeah let's let's do
0: it. Yeah. Let's do it. Um so, as always, guys, and I was having a mental breakdown there, Dave. Sorry about that. I don't know what the hell I was Ray doing.
1: Bart? Yeah, sorry, guys. Or, or Chris, a senior moment, I think a they
0: call it. A senior, middle age moment. You're right there, David. <laughs> <laughs> so, if you want to support the podcast, guys, get over to Patreon, patreon.com forward slash cdrealitycast. If you want to email us, cdrealitycast.gmail.com. And, as always, if you do want to follow us on social media, at cdrealitycast. So, today's Roll call of honour is Kent Gustafsson, Lucky Lulu Green, Lauren, Hennessy, Susan, Priscilla, Dee, Katie, Helen, Joanna, Noreen, Brianna, Helen, Keith. So thank you so much, guys. That was a bit of a Keith at the end. Sorry, Keith. <laughs> <laughs> a bit of a full stop. I apologise, my friend. But thank you, guys, as always, for supporting us. It's been a good a good start to this series, Dave, and hopefully we'll get five to eight out of the thing. We'll sort of weed through all the ones who we are blagging and see if all the other contestants pick up on it
1: i can't wait and like i say i just like the funness of it it's just it's different from uh, the normal cynicism <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah know, for the, for most of the like the dating shows and stuff we do so now it's been brilliant mate so cheers for that thanks for ev- blah, blah, blah. thanks to everyone <laughs> who's out there listening and for watching along with us and we'll speak to you next time
0: bye